time, I suppose. Welcome to Watchmen Minute, where we're discussing the movie Watchmen from 2009 by Zack Snyder, one minute at a time. I am Eric Nash. I'm Travis Bowe from the Real Comic Heroes podcast. I'm Gary Roby from Ferris Bueller's Minute Off. <laughs> and I am Victoria Cope, also from Ferris Minutes Off. Minute yeah. Off. <laughs> <laughs> Great to have you both back, Gary and Victoria. Thank you for having us mm-hmm. back. Yeah. So this is Minute 52, and it starts with people leaving the cemetery and ends with a man arriving home and looking at his mail. Ooh. Don't we all do that? It's like every day, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. It's kind of routine. Yes. Very routine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the first 35 or so seconds of this minute are just people walking in the rain, you know, leaving the cemetery. Um, but, you know, and they, they do that throughout the movie so far, like just sequences of, you know, people walking, like transitioning between um, – uh, location or, or yeah. whatever, but I think it, they do a good job of the pacing in this movie, including these long sequences like this, mm-hmm. and especially like using rain throughout the movie as a kind of a palate cleanser almost to end some of the heavier, uh, you know, these heavier few minutes with uh, people walking in the rain. I think is a nice choice. So, yeah, I agree with that. There's definitely a lot of um, <clears throat> like you said, there there are a lot of kind of. I don't call them. The thing is that you're, they're not still moments, right? Like there's still a lot, despite the fact that we're taking our time to have this like walking sequence. Um, there's still something to, to kind of get from it. Whereas like in another movie, if you had just had like, you just linger on like a walk and talk moment that seems to go on too long. Like they can feel really dry, but because we're sort of cutting around and and getting different visuals in the cemetery as people are leaving. It doesn't feel like, um, stagnant in any yeah. way. Yeah. I, uh, the, the wreath of roses that, uh, this, this gentleman is placing on the, uh, on the headstone, they don't really pop on screen like they do in the comic. Um, mm. in the, in these pages, the whole funeral sequence in the book, it's, it's very uh, like everything's kind of monotone except for a few pops of like red. Like um, the priest has like the sash and uh, the homeless man's red hair, the roses, things like that. The yellow button, like these pops of color yeah. that you know really stand out. And then all of our our main characters, like Dan and Adrian and John, they're they all have distinctive you know coloring to them that stands out. But uh, I kind of wish the coloring in the movie here wasn't just blue you know yeah so it's very dark until you said something i didn't even realize they were roses right yeah it just looks like a a tire you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah kind of yeah because that's what you do you put a tire on on someone's grave probably a wreath but it's a very dark (laughs) dark wreath yeah Especially like for what it represents, I think that it should have that color. So, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, our our funeral is over, and it began in week seven of our podcast, like minute thirty five and fifty seconds, with the shot wow. of the the angel statue. And here we are, week eleven at minute fifty two and like thirty seven seconds when it 
transitions transitions to the next location. So mm. it's been uh, it's been one long damn funeral. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you guys have like one of the longest movies by minutes, like movie choices, I think. Mm. And yet, even when I was I rewatched the movie today before, uh, um, before kind of getting ready to record and. Even though it's like three and a half hours, none of it feels like wasted time. Sure. Which I like. It it doesn't yeah. feel it didn't really feel as long as like I knew objectively that it was watching mm. it. Yeah. Yeah. A few times now, like in preparation for recording, I'll watch the entire movie up to the minutes that we're talking about. I've done that like three times, I think now. And each time, like it doesn't feel like uh, I got like, you know. 50 minutes to get through this thing to, just to get to my minutes like it yeah i like the pacing throughout the movie like i think it obviously we're talking about it a minute at a time but you know when you sit down and watch it you know in one sitting or whatever like it, i think the movie itself flows really well from um scene to scene and yeah definitely do you guys ever get moments i guess this is a little inside baseball do you guys ever get moments when you're recording where you feel like oh this is just like this is taking so long to get through. There are sequences, I know that like for us personally, there are moments when like I'm watching the movie in in preparation to do my notes and like watching it, it feels like, oh, like this is, you know, this lasts for like five minutes. This isn't so long. Mm. But then as we're recording, I'm just like, oh my God, like we're going to be on the Quidditch pitch for the next like 13 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's your pod racing scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's definitely scenes that like I can't wait to get to. Um, a lot of the the Doctor Manhattan like oh, his sure. his section of the movie, you know, is one I'm really looking forward to. And but even think about, I think that's like a 20 minute segment basically yeah. from from start to finish. So that'll be you know four weeks worth of material basically. That of, makes sense. Pretty much just voiceover. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. Oh, that's like, that was one of my favorite parts of the book. And yeah, yeah, it, they I think they did a good job in the movie. Uh, oh, with I, I adapting agree. That. Yeah. 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 Oh, and I don't I, I don't feel that way either. You know, I don't know. I'm not either, but um, I don't feel that way. I think mostly because when I go and look at the book, at the compare at the comparative scene in the book, uh-huh. we're a lot farther in the movie. Yeah. Than the book. The book is still in like the second chapter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're still we're fifteen minutes in. We're we're yeah. the way in almost. Yeah, yeah. This is like the end of this week will basically almost be the end of the second uh, issue, almost. So, so I feel there. like we've just had a lot of good progress yeah. for it. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So, anything else for the uh, the funeral? Mm. Well, well, the Not guy himself. With the, uh, we haven't talked about his ears yet. He yeah. takes off his hat. Yeah, you definitely tell her something yeah. up with his ears. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only that, but isn't this uh, the second time you've seen the the homeless man with his sign? Um, I haven't. At least. <laughs> yeah, I, I, at least. I think it's well. He was. Yeah, Maybe I guess third. he was at the beginning of the funeral. Um. But yeah, I think it's like the second area of the movie that he's been. Yeah, mm. I do like as uh, as the guy is leaving. He kind of 
notices him and, and turns to look at him. So, yep, right, yeah. Which, it's just that moment before he steps on the curb and turns away. Yeah, yeah. And then so we the scene changes to like we see Hollywood twin cinemas, uh, adult movies, triple X, live shows, live, 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 <laughs> totally nude girls, um, all the <laughs> signage for this uh, like porno theater, and then. Yep. Um, there's a pyramid transnational van that drives past the camera. It's it's a little tough to tell, but you can see mm. it's like has a purple uh, triangle. And then we see this uh, elderly gentleman who's left the funeral and, and arrives at his apartment. And then he's getting like he like we've said he's getting his mail and he. A couple of pieces of the mail say Edgar Jacoby, 306 West 43rd Street, New York, New York. And uh, so sort of right between uh, Hell's Kitchen and Midtown, somewhat mm. close to where I believe uh, Eddie Blake's building to have been. So you can add that to our Watchmen walking tour. <laughs> there you go. I like it. Uh, Me yeah. too. <laughs> We've been, I've been kind of obsessed with uh, – pulling up the real locations or trying to figure out, you know, where they are in, in terms of like in real New York and everything. So I've, I've kind of narrowed down about where, uh, Eddie, Eddie's, Eddie's apartment was. So, mm. um, so his apartment and then this apartment that we're in now are, are pretty close together. They're both like midtown Manhattan. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, so these, he's got uh, a bill. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I was just going to do the same thing. One of these uh, letters that he has in his hands is from Pyramid Transnational. Yeah. Which might be our first first little glimpse of Pyramid. I mean, other than, like I said, the truck that the truck I just mentioned. But you yeah. wouldn't really notice that until you're really paying attention. But Yeah, the only uh, other. We had the truck once before from above at the... Uh, uh, Dan and Lori having dinner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Very so. Um, there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of stuff going on here that's like just real subtle sort of yeah. happenings that I that I find interesting. It's definitely. I mean, it's definitely com- you know comic booky. Like I know so many times when I read this book that like something would happen, I'd be like, oh my god, and you go flip back through all the pages. Like this is yeah. something I've I've seen this so many other times already. How did I not know this was significant? <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think it makes it makes the movie immensely rewatchable because you can kind of go up and do the same thing, pick up those threads that you didn't really catch the first time through. Yeah, I think they do a great job of of they pack so much stuff into this movie that you don't necessarily notice it, and it doesn't matter. That's not crucial to the story, but there's still stuff you know. I, I find just in comparing the minutes to the pages in the book and. Yeah stuff like that where it's like oh wow they even managed to get this in there and stuff like that where you know it, it's impressive the amount of detail that they're able to yeah add absolutely. to this movie yeah and i think just by like seeing the these like three pieces of mail that that he's flipping through we can gather that that this man is having money trouble mm-hmm you know, one of them says, you know, past due. Um, he's a member of some type of religious organization, you know, this, uh, the Jesuit fellowship. Um, yeah. And then it is, you know, obviously connected. He's getting mail from this pyramid trans transnational. So 
it's like, you know, that obviously will become a more important piece of the story uh, moving forward. But mm. yeah, it's a nice little kind of indicator that well, not. I mean, it's not even yeah, it's not even in your face, which I think is what's sure what I like about it. But it's also nice, like it. it it's an easy and I guess easy is not the right w- word. It's it's a good way without spending any of the actor's screen time that serves to inform his character, who this yeah. guy is. Like he doesn't have to tell you who he is. Mm-hmm. They can show us by, you know, by showing us, us the type of mail he gets and that he lives next to this, you know, porno theater in what probably isn't the best part of town. Like, yeah. So we're starting to build this identity of who this guy is. So, um, zero dialogue in this minute. But that's, yep. Very quiet. (laughs) Yeah. Anything else for 53? There's, I mean, obviously not a lot else going on. No, it's a little subtle. I was trying to see if I could read this newspaper that's on the ground, but it's not clear enough. Um, the not one that at this moment, yeah, like when he's flipping through his letters, there's like a newspaper that. I mean, it says Soviet something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it'll be in the next minute. For, gotcha. Uh, very, very clear. Yeah. Spoilers for tomorrow then. <laughs> yeah, there's a newspaper. Newspaper. <gasps> <gasps> we haven't had those before in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's important. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I guess if uh, no reason to draw this one out, if uh, mm-hmm. unless anyone has anything else for 53, or I'm sorry, 52. No, I feel good. Okay, so uh, we need to talk about uh, where you can find us. Uh, on Facebook, we have two spots, our page and our group. The page is facebook.com slash Watchmen Minute, and our group is called the Crime Busters Listeners Society where we can talk about this uh, pyramid transnational company, I suppose, Ooh. maybe. Or the guy with the pointy ears. The guy with the pointy ears. Who's not Dobby? <laughs> Aww. Not big oh, enough. Dobby. <laughs> not no, big the enough. ears aren't big enough for Dobby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Watchmen Minute. You can visit our webpage over at realpodcastnetwork.com slash Watchmen Minute. Gary, Victoria, where can they find you guys? Uh, we are on DuelingGenre.com, and you can also find us on Facebook, Harry Potter Minute, and we have a listener group, Harry Potter Minute and the Listener's Army, uh, where we discuss our show. And if you want to tweet at us, we're on Twitter at HP Minute. Perfect. There you go. So you guys come back for Wednesday? I'd say, I, I'd say we'll be here. All right. Who watches The Watchmen? We do. We do. Watchmen are over.